This is JFM Podcast. A very good evening to you and welcome to Nigeria at Sunset. My name is Ponsak Fanab. It's a beautiful Wednesday evening and we're blessed with rain, uh, rainfall, uh, wet, you know, Wednesday evening. Today is 1st of June, 2022. Happy New Month. Well, um, in case you're wondering or you've not started uh, thinking of how you plan, you know, the year is going to end for you. Guess what? We're in June. Or if you've, you know, failed uh, from January to now. By the way, I don't, I don't, I don't think that life should be about winning or losing. And that is why I see. Uh, I consider, you know, I don't have anything against celebration. But if always, you know, you always uh, think that you have to win, then you have a problem. Life is not about winning or losing. Life is about learning. That is the essence of life for us to live and learn. Uh, so if, if you think that, you know, it's in your own right to win always, then you have a problem. At times you fail, at times you win. It's life. But the heart of the matter is you learn. For me, that is, uh, uh, that is, it. Uh, that is why even, you know, I've personally taken life as a kid because the child learns every day. He learns new, uh, new social, how to interact socially with his environment and people around him. He learns language. He learns um, um, uh, movement. Uh, he learns how to eat, what to eat, you know. Uh, so that is, you know, for me, how I see life. It should be about learning. And a child will never cry that he has failed, especially toddlers. I love to study them. They don't cry because they are failed. Uh, if you see them cry, it's like their mothers doesn't, don't give them, you know, much needed attention. Uh, so life is really about learning. It's not about winning or losing. Uh, so you have to pick up, pick up yourself again and try. If you fail, you learn. If you win, you learn. Shikiana, it's politics. Let me, let me uh, say this, and it's an appeal. I know that uh, what I do here, people are not happy with it. It's none of my business. Even if you're happy with it, it's none of my business. But my job is to come here uh, every 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock to try my best. And I've resolved that because, I've, I mean, I've been doing this, you know, for some time, 2015. The quality of the debate was very, very shallow. So I've, I've resolved that uh, if you feel that I've not appealed to your sentiment or uh, primordial bias, you are at liberty to insult me. But let me please appeal to you that don't insult me if you call, call in. Uh, or write on Facebook. If you want to insult me, write to number 14, Akila Machunga Street, and address it to Ponsak Fanab, and, you know, rain all the insult on me. I don't have any issue with that. But the issue is that I want the voter to be clear, to understand what he's committing himself or herself into. Uh, so instead of reading out a comment that you insult me, diverting people's attention for them to comment, I don't think that... 
I am so important, you know, to this program, you know, uh, and I'm here because of you. So please, if you insult me because I have not appealed to any of your buyers, I've said address a letter, number 14, Akila Machunga Street. Don't even address it to the station manager. Address it, you know, to uh, Ponsak Fanap, and, and then I will, uh, because I want to learn. I, I want to learn. But this program is about making the voter giving all of the option to the voter uh, and letting the voter know that, look, the choices you make has an impact on your life. That is the essence. So I don't want anybody to divert, you know, any attention. Let's speak to the issues. Speak to the issues. Let me place this insert by Bayo Onanuga uh, saying that Tinubu uses his brain to make money. When we come back, I have two guests and then we're going to start the conversation. Stay here. Well, let me say, our candidate is not opposed to a consensus, but we would rather prefer a level playing field where all the candidates will tell their strength among the party delegates. I say it's not opposed to consensus, but it prefers a democratic election, something that we seem to be democratic, rather than something that will look like an imposition. Uh, I think that's where, what we believe in. We don't believe in. Uh, it's not that we are, we are not opposed to consensus, but we prefer a democratic election. People don't know. Is it the media times we play up all kinds of speculations and all kinds of stories, which are not fundamentally true. Oyegun and Nebola Tinubu, they've come a long way. People, maybe people forget that the two of them, they were in the trenches together. They were members of NADECO, and they did a lot of things together. They were in the same party, AD, at the beginning of the, of the Fourth Republic. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they had some problems within the party doesn't really affect their friendship. So a lot of people didn't, didn't know that, that despite the divisions that they had, when Oshomele was the, was the chairman, when he wanted to become the chairman, they are still very good friends. So we didn't entertain any fear, contrary to some headlines that I read, that, oh, fear in Tinubu's camp. It's not true. Mm. Uh, Oyegun and Bola Tinubu are still friends. Well, as far as we know, the, those issues are very, very old issues. They first of all came to light maybe around 2000, 2000 year 2000, mm -hmm. when he was governor of Lagos. Uh, these allegations were investigated and they were thrown into the dustbin. They came up again when he was running for re-election in 2003. Again, it was, the oil were investigated and, and, and rubbish. Um, there was no truth about it whatsoever. This guy, the, the candidate had been, a lot of things are thrown at him uh, because uh, since he came into public office in 1999, okay. it remains a, a recurring feature in our body politics, and people just anything they say is Bola Tinubu. Even I remember during the answers, oh, Tinubu is Tinubu that is causing all kinds of problems. But this, this, this is not this is not true. So the allegations have been proved, have been proven to be false, uh, and they've they been investigated. I remember in, in two, that 2000, I was in the US, and even this thing first came up, and he called me and said I should go to his college, Richard Daly in Chicago. I then also the university, the Chicago State University. 
And I went there because at that time he, he, he did an guy. He said he didn't have the certificates. Uh, no, he was in Eliza. So they burnt his house. So he didn't have access to all those certificates. They were lost. So I was present. I actually went to collect the certificate in Shadley Shah, College and also the one at the university, uh, uh, Chicago State University, including some of the testimonials they gave him while he was in the university. Our candidate, Belatinubu, has now been convicted. He was once brought before Code of Conduct Bureau and discharged for want of evidence. So they didn't fall into that category. In the US, anybody can have problems either with the police or with the authorities. You have to go to the law court to be convicted before they can, they can stick that in on you. Not, not the one that I know. But Latinobu has proven that age is not a factor in this election. What is important is what we have upstairs. And this man has proven it as governor. In fact, he's running on the, on the track record of his governance of Lagos. Age is not an issue. We've seen in America, uh, President uh, uh, Biden is almost clocking 80 years old. We've seen uh, even the PDP, the man they brought up to lead to be their, their flag bearer, is 78. So, age, age is immaterial as far as I'm concerned. Your, what, your mental acumen, what you have to bear, what you are, you are going to be. Yeah, well, glad you're still here. The program is Nigeria at Sunset. My name is Ponsak, and I'm a pleasure to uh, have you. I have two guests. Former chairman of Basa Local Government, Honorable David Racha, is here. Uh, good evening, and thank you very much, sir, for coming, and how's the going? Good evening, listeners. Good evening, Ponsak. Thank God for everything. Yeah, well, we give thanks. And uh, Mr. Kevin Pangshin, uh, he has been a great, uh, great friend of the house. Good evening, and thank you very much for coming, sir. Good evening. Yeah, well, uh, let's start with the issue. Today, uh, the two candidates of the two major political parties, PDP and APC, they spoke to each other on the phone. Uh, one of the gains of that conversation was that they've agreed that they will run an issue-based uh, campaign. How can that trickle? Because, I mean, it's one thing to say that, okay, we agree to run an issue base. How can that trickle so that we're not going to have the same uh, absurd argument like we did in 2015 where society uh, jettisoned reason uh, mm. and I'm not saying that you know um, uh, because they didn't vote a candidate that's why this jettison reason what I'm saying is that there wasn't robust intellect ideation intellectual engagement to say why do you want you know governor uh, Lalong at the time why do you want Lalong why do I want uh, Jenners but people say that no is a plateau agenda we shouldn't even think people even went to the extent of saying even is an animal they bring you know in the opposition party is going to win hmm. uh, really jettison reason and not uh, thinking through the entire process how can that trickle down in this conversation and this agreement between the two actors right now how can it trickle down to their followers i'll start with uh, you mr kevin punction um i think uh that is a very applaudable uh, move by the two aspirants for them to open up to themselves and they've spoken uh i think uh, that is sending a very uh, crucial message to the electorate 
and to those that don't understand what politics is all about. I think uh, by coming together to relate to this cost, uh, it will calm down some of those nerves of the, the electoral that they easily get the society aflame because uh, it's all about uh, ideas. And the idea that suits Plateau best, I think that is what people should go for. Because when they resort to fighting, you will not know the best of them. And therefore, by them coming together to talk and to resolve that is going to be an issue-based campaign, I think uh, they should be applauded. And I wish the electorate, the followers, including myself, uh, we can listen to them and adhere to that code of conduct that has been established by these two aspirants. And I think uh, that is a step in the right direction and uh, is a sign that our democracy is coming of age and, uh, you know, uh, growth is not spontaneous. I want to believe that they've started now and uh, subsequently uh, other people will learn from them and will begin to have a very robust kind of campaign, uh, ideological-based campaign, uh, issue-based campaign that people will be able to reason beyond some of these petty sentiment that we normally advance in the forefront of our campaign that has never helped us. Interesting. Well, Honorable Racha, uh, just give your opening remarks based on what I've said. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Ponsaki. Once again, first of all, I think... Um, both candidates need to be commended. It's uh, a worthy move they've made to try to set the parameters for this contest. And if at this level of being interested parties, they are willing to look beyond their advantages and say, let's win fair or lose with dignity, then they are starting on a good footing, and that and and that and that's a, that's a commendation to the two political parties that brought them up. However, I think it also underscores a fundamental uh, notion we take for granted, and that is that the electorate can discern for themselves without external influences what is best for them. I've argued elsewhere that maybe there should be some form, a, a colloquium, a debate of some sort at which a broad range of the demography would be invited to articulate what criteria a leader should have. And even that set of criteria should be critiqued to see whether it lines up with the needs of the people at that time. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm one who, who proposes that there should be a shifting of grounds from both sides, from the electorate and from the candidates. Electorates on one hand, candidates and their parties on the other hand. And then when we do that, we'll be helping the entire polity. All right. Let me come to you, Mr. Uh, Kevin Panshin. Uh, speak to, I mean, uh, it's not news that you support Dr. Nentawi Yelwada of the APC. Uh, Plateau State uh, is under the, um, the party in power right now. is the All Progressives Congress ruling party. Uh, 
a lot of people have different, you know, opinion. Uh, but let's let me just do uh, analysis. In I think some four years ago or so, the state government advertised forms for young people to enroll in civil service. At the time, it was five five hundred. The economy was tough, you know, at the time. There was high inflation and things like that. Do you think that is is going to be a difficult tax for you to convince the people of Plateau State, based on what they have seen? You know, based on the leadership that your party, through your party, has provided the people of Plateau State, how difficult will it be, you know, for uh, you to sell, or how difficult is it? Let me let me use the present tense, uh, selling your own candidate right now. <laughs> Especially that the APC has been in government for seven plus years, mm-hmm. uh, because we are transitioning right now. Maybe APC to APC or APC to PDP or to YPP. I don't know uh, how the voter, what will be the voting pattern. Uh, well, uh, uh, I, I don't think it will be difficult. Uh, I don't have the record of what you've just said. Oh, see, that was I'm a recruitment. Yes, yes. Yeah. I said um, I don't have the record. Okay. So I might not be authoritative in that oh, regard. Okay. okay. You understand? But if I had had the record, then I could be authoritative and I would have known the reason why it happens that way. But that, that. But I thought you are. Are you an APC member? I of course, of okay, course, okay. of course. Okay. I'm. I'm talking about authority. Okay. Getting it firsthand. You know, before we entered here, we we're discussing, and we said we don't just pick things on the social media or begin to throw them, mm. right? But uh, uh, let me, let me, let me come this way. Uh, you could be from the same party, and your performance could be different. Your perception could be different. You get it. Even in the U.S., even in the U.S., uh, uh, you can see, uh, let me start from Reagan. Reagan and uh, Bush, they, all of them are Republicans, but they have different approach. Uh, Trump and, and another Bush again, they are all Republicans, but they have different approach. And you can be in the same party and have different approach. And I want to believe that the candidature of Dr. Nentawi as a person, as a person, is convincing because of the track record that he has. What, what, yeah, what are some of those? Uh, yeah, I will yeah. mention them. Yeah. You understand? This is somebody that has built himself emotionally, has built himself mentally, and he has vision that he has started implementing even when APC has not even come to being. I will start 14 years back. Dr. Nintawi went back to his community because he's a community developer mobilize people because in the 21st century you can liken the importance of education to oxygen or life and this person begin to develop people educationally through building schools organizing teachers giving scholarship for the past 14 years trying to build a, a kind of a small scale uh, yeah, but, but economy all, yeah all the all I'm that coming. you mentioned yeah yes. let me just interrupt and then you make uh, and then yes. we'll bring on Muracha. all that you've mentioned is philanthropy with philanthropy is excellent I'm, I'm yeah but philanthropy differs from government that is not philanthropy no, I give him No, I'm coming. Okay. You see, these are two different things. Okay. Most philanthropists, they don't go back to build people from the scratch. You understand? 
But their money does it. Wait, wait. Yes. Not only money. We're talking about someone going back to communities, to rural areas, trying to mobilize, somebody trying to build people intellectually. Let me give you for instance. In 2017, this same man organized a program to train the youth on the plateau, on IT in plateau hotel here in Jos. From all the 17 local government, I think there were about five, five youth per local government for free. You understand? Because he discovered that IT is the in thing. And if we don't recruit these people to build them, then we are already making them to become the army that we don't want to see in the society. So that is different from philanthropism. There are two different things. So you have to differentiate this. And when we talk about leadership, is access to resources to do the needful. And that is the same thing, even if you call it philanthropism. Because if you don't have resources as a leader, sometimes you find it very difficult. Mm-hmm. But this is someone that with or without resources, he uses idea. Like the example I just gave. All right. Well, let me come to Arubo Racha. Hmm. Your candidate, you're supporting Barrister Caleb Mutfang of the People's Democratic Party. Indeed I am, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people are saying that, look, we don't even know this guy. Where is he coming from? And some have even advanced the argument that he was imposed by uh, a powerful person within your party. What would you like us to know? Okay, first, let me start with the issue of imposition of... Um, no, I, I don't think that is necessary. No, Just no, I, I, I want to lay a premise. Okay, okay. I want to lay a premise. Okay. <clears throat> Endorsement of aspirants into any elective office is not the Nigerian thing. <clears throat> it's not a plateau thing. Everywhere where Western democracy is practiced, you hear people endorsing others. In the last elections, Bloomberg, who is a Republican, endorsed Biden for president. Let's bring it closer home. You are aware that anybody who has wanted to be a president in this country has had to go to Hilltop House in Mina to see former president IBB. They've been to Ota to see OBG. They've been to wherever to see the T.Y. Danjumas. Endorsement in itself is not a bad thing. And I can assure you that even in the PDP, I can assure you that if not all of them, each of the aspirants who contested sought the endorsement of certain certain, 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 certain powers. So it's normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let's, not give a, let's not give a negative slant oh, okay. to endorsement. All right, yeah. I'm sure if those we are accusing of endorsing Mudfan had endorsed someone else. That person would have been complaining. So let's, let, let's, let's, put, let's put that matter to bed. The candidate Mudfan is going to be blackmailed into the slant that endorsement is a bad thing. No, no, it isn't. It isn't. And the purpose of endorsement is to see how you can work on the delegates. You know that even the delegates themselves, what they do in exercising their vote is endorsement. Uh-huh. So the delegates' vote is an endorsement, and it is the aggregate of these endorsements that determine who is more endorsed than the other. So let's 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 bet that issue for now. The other issue about um, his being unknown again is neither here nor there. Someone who has been a mandate bearer 
at the basic level of democracy in this country, a local government chairman. You cannot say it's not known. But if their idea of being known is to be very loud, like Governor Wiki, then we'll say, well, he's not, he's, 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 he's not known. But if you're also talking about someone who has antecedents, something things he did and left behind, then all you need to do is like what you do if you want to find out about me. Go to my neighbor. Ask so my he neighbor. Has had, he has had uh, political experience and governance experience. Indeed he has. Okay. Indeed he has. Indeed Go he has. Here. So let's not, let's, not, let's not belittle the issues. Let's not, dump, let's not oversimplify oversimplify the issues. Let's ask the right questions to get the right answers. Does he have the capacity? Um, is he in the right party? Can we say that... And that is why you're yeah. here. So uh, talk yeah. to us about his yeah. capacity yeah. since yeah. 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 you know yeah. him. Yeah. So uh, I've said it before yeah. that he has, he has, he has left three, three, areas of, three areas of development he brought to, to Mangu local government who is chairman. One, physical infrastructural development. There are hinterland uh, villages and hamlets that were up to that point inaccessible. He opened them up. And don't take my word for it. Fact check. Call somebody. If they are callers who are from those areas, they can call and fact check. You can fact check through them. He also did uh, 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 human resource development. There is the the, 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 the mechanic village that was in the pipeline. He had trained nine young men and three young women, 12 in all, at the Pujo Learning Center, Pan Learning Center. It's a subsidiary of the Pujo Automobile, where he had worked previously. And what they were, went through, I did it in Basel local government too. I did it 15, 15 young, young people. And what was it? Modern mechatronics is not like the kind of uh, auto mechanic car. Uh, uh, work that you used to know that you specialize in Peugeot or Mercedes or, 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 or Toyota. Modern mecha mechatronics takes you through the whole gamut so that you are able, with that knowledge, to be able to repair any vehicle. You go there, you come out with three certificates. First, you get a driver's license, you get a certificate in computer, you get a certificate in ele electrical electronics, and you get a certificate in mechatronics. Nine months he did that. He had the plans to establish a produce market, which, which borrows from what we had during the uh, post-independence Nigeria. We had marketing boards. And the idea is to make sure that farmers get value for their produce. Right. You don't go to the market and there's a glut and you lose. So, and then human relationship is inter-community, inter inter-tribal. Uh, 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 and intra-local government unity. All right. He did all of that. Okay, L let me come to uh, Mr. Pangshin. Now you mentioned that uh, your prince or your candidate, the person, that's Dr. Nentawe. Yes. Uh, let me mention his name. So yes, yes, yeah. You, you may I'm convince you know, people. I'm standing for him. So you yeah, know. yeah, so yes. that people know. Uh, he has done a lot of great work, just like you said, in yes. philanthropy. But why would you want people to entrust him with their vote? Considering the fact that he has never had any political experience, uh, either contesting elections or winning an 
governing you know people and plato state is a highly uh, pluralistic society where you have different interests we are over 50 tribes in plato we have uh, two dominant religions uh, and we have different cultures different language different food and that is why our our, our, our um, uh, state what makes our state beautiful but for someone who is coming from uh, the sector that you mentioned doing philanthropy why will you want people to trust him with their votes come yeah. next year when it comes to managing diversity Nentawe is second to none <laughs> and he has done that what, 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 what I'm coming. That? I'm exactly. coming. Yes. Yeah. I said it's second to none, and I was. I would just explain. Fight. Yeah. Okay. You understand? Yeah. Nintawe managed one of the most difficult elections in this country, most especially Benway State, where he was the INEC commissioner. You know how diversified uh, Benway is. You know how volatile ben Benway is. But for the first time, and you know how uh, crude our political system is. But for the first time, in Benway State, he was able to manage the diversity, manage the emotion and the sentiment of the people, and conducted one of the best elections that no one lost his life. For the first time, since 1999, the record idea you can fact check. Two, for the first time in Benway State, in short, in this country, that an INEC commissioner conducted an election and five different political parties won the election. That is another form of diversity politically. Unlike in some state, just one-way traffic. Is it local you can government fact election? Check. No! National Assembly. Oh, National Assembly. National Assembly. Oh, okay. Yes. APGA, APC, PDP, they won, and they're there. They're still serving. That is the capacity to manage diversity. You know how volatile Benway is? He's the first Nigerian to set up IDP voting unit in this country and it has been incorporated into the Nigerian electoral system. And if you go to IDP camp, you don't meet one tribe, you don't meet one religion. But yet, he was able to manage these people, organize training for them, organize school for them. Fashanu came to Benway State because of that. Ibn Chambers, who is the representative of United Nations in Africa, he flew to Benway State to go and see this red jam for managing such a difficult election. That all predictions, even from United Nations, best expert in analysis who analyze elections and tell you that this place, there will be violence. He proved the world wrong. He made this country proud. Can anybody manage diversity more than this guy? So right. when it comes to diversity management, most of it, it was on television. The likes of David Mack, the likes of uh, uh, Otom, all of them, they came to that place. The likes of Gemade, different tribes from different political parties, they felt he was going to watch. No. This guy stood his ground. They came and he did what was expected of him. And it was one of the best. In River State, he managed the INEC commissioner run. He ran. I was with him. Like literally he running me, for his he, life. Yes. Okay. He ran. He met me and he told me. I was in Abuja. He came to him. He said, Told your, tell your brother. Tell your brother that if he goes to Benway, he's ready to lose his life. That I cannot afford to do that. I have family behind. I'm saying this because we spoke with him. And Nentawe said, no, what's there? He flew to River State. He went and managed that election. And it was successful. 
All right. So who has the capacity to manage diversity more than this rare personality? All right. well, well, let me come to Honorable uh, David Raja. Mm. And then after this question, I would like for you people to respond. Perhaps uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you have said so, each, so that uh, there will be rest. I just want healthy debate. Okay. Why will you want Plato voters to entrust Barista Caleb Bumfang, who the only political experience that he has mm. is being a local government chairman, okay. administering governance at that level. Wouldn't you agree with me that it's going to be risky if Plato voters entrust their votes to him? Okay. Well, um, thank you so much. You see, um, I'm a Christian and the Bible endows me to quote this, yeah. allude to this uh, scripture. You see, when 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 the tal- the parable of the talents when jesus finished giving the, p- the parable of talents said he who is faithful in a little will be given much but him to whom m- was given but wasn't faithful even the little he had will be taken away from him now if you look at the structure of the nigerian uh, democracy the nigerian government is built on the basis of three tiers of government, right? We have the federal, the state, and the, and, the, and the local government. Now, if you've been a local government chairman, and you can check this out, you have done, you have done the job of an executive. A chairman is an executive office. And we know what an executive office is in a democracy. One who has been the head of an executive in a tier of government has a miniature, if you like, understanding of the factors that are at play in governance. If you were, with due respect to my legislator friends, and uh, if you had been a legislator, there are certain aspects of executive responsibilities that you might have to learn on the ropes. I mean, he has to learn the ropes as he goes along. But with the way the current administration has run this state in the past seven years, you need someone who won't spend another year or two learning on the ropes, um, uh, learning, learning, learning on the job. You need someone who hit the ground running. And by virtue of the fact that he had been an executive chairman or elected executive head, at a certain level of government. I'm sure if you, if, 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 if you, take, if you take a local government chairman to be president of this country, it only, be, it only differ in scale and complexity. But the basics, he has an idea of them. Managing a legislature, because you have elected councillors, appointees, in the case of supervisory councillors and advisors, dealing with, tradition, dealing with institutions, this is, this is the forte of, a, of, of an executive. So this alone, if that were the only reason why we should vote for Caleb Mufang, I think that, 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 that should give Plato people some peace of mind right. that if he doesn't perform, it wouldn't be for lack of capacity. It wouldn't be for lack of experience. It would be out of a deliberate refusal to perform. All right. And as far as I'm concerned, that isn't, that isn't Caleb Mufang. Okay, so uh, you have yeah. to respond. Uh, okay, you said yeah, something that you would yeah. like to respond. Yes, yes. same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, this is 21st century, mm-hmm. and uh, we need 21st century ideas. And the 21st century is driven by IT because the world now 
check the best, the richest guys in the world. Elon Musk, he read physics. He's an IT person. Jeff Bezos, he read electrical and computer engineering. The owner of Amazon. He's an IT person. Mark Zuckerberg is an IT person. But you're quoting business. I'm people, coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. They are not. Uh, they are, these are tech guys. Perhaps no, we are talking politics. I'm coming. Yeah, I'm not, coming. Uh, I'm business. driving my point. Okay, I'm not okay. talking about business. These are tech guys. Yeah. I think uh, most people don't know about them. People okay. just assume. Go and read further. These are tech guys. <laughs> they are not just uh, buying and selling business guys. No, they are not from that world. These are tech guys. And Dr. Nentawe is a tech person. He's a computer of artificial intelligence. Let me take you on mental flight to Kano State. You knew what Concorso did in Kano. And Dr. Nentawe was part of that success. He was one of those consultants who uh, Concorso employed and uh, consulted on a project called Kano Without Oil. There was a plan that, okay, in an event, because with what is happening, how can Kano survive on its own? Because today, we're driving through uh, 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 electrical cars. That is biotechnology. In an event that there's no oil, no subvention, how will Kano survive? Dr. Nenta was part of that. That was why they trained a lot of guys and sent them abroad, some on aeronautic engineering, uh, IT, and the rest of them. He was part of that team. Ondo did the same. The same thing. What they did in Ondo, they trained guys and sent them to, and ex- expatriated them to Japan and other parts of the world. And they now get back whatever they get and return it back into the state. And that gives the state some good economy. Because we're talking about economy here. If you cannot build an economy, you have no reason to be in leadership in the 21st century. Because anything you want to discuss, first is economy. And being an IT person, that is why in every project Nintawe in back on, go and check, he will tell you from day one, this is the step just like an engineer, being an engineer, that's how he designed his programs. And therefore, what I'm saying is, being living in 21st century, and every economy is driving by IT, then he's the best person to handle Plateau State. Because any economy that does not have the touch of IT, that economy cannot grow. All right. Go to manufacturing. You need IT. Yeah. Any field. Yeah. Let's come to Honorable Racha. Fine. fine. Rest, give your <coughs> response and then we'll open the phone yeah, line. Fine. So that, uh, let me... Let me go to the conclusion, then walk back from the conclusion to the introduction of what I see. You see, what we need in Plateau State today, and in Nigeria for that matter, is leadership. I'll give you three examples. Peter Obi. Peter Obi is not uh, a scientist or uh, a, a tech guru, but he is a leader. Take uh, Obasanjo. It was in Obasanjo's time. Regardless, yes, there are lots of things he didn't do right. But it was Obasanjo's time we had the Ngozi Wailers in government. We had the Obeze Kwesilis. And the best brains that Nigeria had to offer in government. Even IBB, he brought the Shoinkas. The Jerry, the Jerry, Jerry Ganas, the best brains of his time. This is leadership. When it comes to leadership, you don't have to be the know all and do all. 
but you have to have the capacity to identify where capacity is, where it lies, employ that capacity to transform your, your, your project. And this is what Mutwang has. If you look at the composition of his team, there are former local government chairmen, there are former legislators, there are business people, there are there are, there are uh, uh, um, even former gubernatorial aspirants in the State, across the state. There are women, there are young people. So you don't need a leader or someone who is a governor who knows everything. In fact, nobody can know everything. But leadership is the one who says, look, gentlemen, let's sit around the table. We need this, we need that, we need that. And then we bring the right mix of people who can change the narrative. That's who uh, uh, Mutfang is. I think we're not talking about know-all. No, tech, no, no. tech is just one company yeah, of well, life. Let's, yes. let's open the conversation. And it's an no, let's, let's, in tech. Yeah. Well, dear so, listener, I've been having a chat with... Impression, the, yeah, yes. I've been having a chat with uh, Honorable David Racha. is uh, a supporter of uh, the PDP governorship candidate, Barrister Caleb Mufang, former chairman of uh, Mongo Local Government, like you rightly here. And I have Mr. Kevin Pangshin, Strong support of Dr. Nentawe Yilwada Goshwe of the All Progressives Congress, the ruling party, former resident electoral commissioner uh, with, in Benway State. And we're just, you know, jaw-jawing, you know, like I said, I believe in Georgia, not mm -hmm. war war. Uh, a contestation of ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that is what yeah. politics yeah. means to me. 09098848848 or you call 09055666699. Please, if you call... Just use one minute because I know lots of people would like to uh, make comment and welcome different opinion. But like I made an appeal, if you feel that you want to insult me, please, that is <laughs> just write a letter, uh, address it to me. And the address is 14 Akila Machunga mm -hmm. Street. This shouldn't be about insult. It should be about contestation of ideas. That is what I believe. Let's take the first call. Hello. Hello. Hello? Yeah, join the conversation. Hello? Tell us your name, please. Um, this is James calling from Bukuru Park. Well, listening, sir, James. Go ahead. Well, um, your guest in the studio, who is, um, I think, I, I'm, I'm, uh, your guest in the studio, who is in support of um, Dr. Nantawi, he has been making much points about IT tech, um, Nantawi being an IT tech person. Well, I think what we need here on the platform is basically more of leadership, no more of um, IT, as he said, because he has made reference to um, the Jeff Bezos, the Mark Zuckerberg, and the like. But those guys are actually business moguls. They are not uh, politicians or people in government, per se. So if Dr. Netau is more of a tech guy, I think what, what we need in Plateau State is... is, is is more of, more of leadership, not not technology. But we need more of leadership. That's my take. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello, good evening. Thank you. Oops, got too late. Sorry about that. Uh, let me read out some Facebook comment on Facebook. Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash fmjaws and post your comment. And don't forget to like our page and follow us as well for our latest breaking news. Fel Kuka Factors Gohan is saying, May God give us, may God give to the lucky person or 
may the person who you are voting don't say god it's not god it's you that will go and vote for the person so you have to be deliberate to say okay i'm going to vote for my candidate that's right Gom john is saying uh the preamble you just gave before the program start properly on some people attacking you based on what you genuinely do without bias a lot of us are blind with some sentiment and same us want good governance. I always said it will be hard for Nigeria to develop with our mindset. 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 Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you very much, Nosyango Gomjon. I appreciate uh, your kind words. But let me take other comments. Zingag Neidwe Cyrus is saying, uh, we really have come of age, and we shall love that all campaigns to really be an issue-based campaign and not a tool of some certain persons to go into personal attacks and tribal war. We stand for credibility, and that is Dr. Nentawe. So uh, you have one there. Senator Dogonazing is saying, are we looking for an INEC commissioner or a plateau governor? <coughs> Mutfuang and Nentawe are both good. But looking at plateau after Lalong, Mutfuang is the right person with the right experience and the plateau spirit to lead the state. Plato needs a governor that is independent-minded who will not be busy covering Lalong's mess, you say. Hmm. Vice Prince Magaji Mangu Jr. saying, Ask Mr. Kevin if he knows a name, uh, name Mike Injin. Is that man you can trust with any type of elections? I don't understand what he means. But thank you anyway for sending your comment. Manchis Jezreel Bazak is saying, For me, this will go a long way to unite and put Plato on the roadmap to peace and a purpose-driven government. Dauda Dominic is saying, They will dance to the tune of the uh, president at the end of the day, you say. Said Aramu Samshuddin is saying, We are always complaining about APC and PDP, but we still vote for them in every election. I think it's high time we uh, look away uh, from APC and PDP. Um, Hello and good evening. Thank you for calling. Yes, good evening, Mr. Ponsak. Thank you for calling. Enjoy the conversation. Tell us yes. your name first. I will enjoy your, your two guests on, on the, in the studio, yes. Tell us your name, please, and well, make your comment. Yeah, my name is Thompson from Freedom Water Having Road. Go ahead, sir. Yes. Uh, Mr. Ponsak, some weeks ago, I asked a question. You people never answered me. But luckily today, I have somebody who is a supporter of uh, Nantawe. I want him to respond. And these are my questions. I have two questions for him. One, is Nantawe wife? Truly, did you not say to the governor's wife? Yes or no? Two, he, he, he keeps praising Nantawe. He's an IT, this is an IT dad. But to me, I'm not convinced. Yes, he has done those. But I, I made it clear that last week that Nantawe is being compensated for the work he did here in the plateau, indirectly. The man that came to... No, but, but again, you need to... Even if you're asking a question, you have to be factual. Do you have proof yeah. of what you're saying that it's is a, a reward? It's a fact. It's only a plateau state territorial election of the Central Zoo and the House of Red battered just that was taken to Abuja. The whole 36 state and federal capital, nowhere the results are being announced in Abuja except in the plateau. Why? Because Nentawe is from the central zone, it's from Kanke. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, let him respond. I, I think if you ask another question, you will make uh, Mr. Kevin confused. Because, <laughs> not, yeah, oh, not okay, okay, let him. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. He's the wife of Nentawe and that of the governor. Are they not sisters? And if they are, then it means the governor is leaving and his in law is coming in. 
what we detested here in the flat including Baba Jan is what is about. Yeah, yeah, well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're asking a question thank now. You. If you thank know you. it, then there's no need. Yeah, to. yeah, thank you. That's why, you know, <laughs> I have to drop. Please go ahead, respond, and then we'll take uh, some phone calls. Okay, That'll okay, be okay, 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 okay. Or should I there's take... There's no uh, relationship okay, okay. between Nentawe and the governor's wife. That's one. Two. Blood relationship? No blood relationship. Okay, so we need to make that There's specific. no blood relationship okay. whatsoever. Okay. Whatsoever. These are best list and uh, you know you always have uh, those uh, 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 propagandas that uh, will fly in order to undermine okay. Okay. So the next candidate. one, the last one. The, said, next, the yeah, next one. Next year, yeah. uh, you talk about Nintawe. Is Nintawe the INA Commissioner of Benway of Plateau State? The answer is no. So this is another best list uh, accusation again. Okay. Does he work here? He's not. He's, he doesn't work here. His appointment was not here. Okay. Does he? He means uh, the the INA commissioner here. He doesn't have his responsibility to play. So okay. that is one. The other person was saying tech tech. We've mentioned. Let me just respond as once. He said I was making reference to tech, but I talk about the leadership he delivered during an election in the Benway State, in River State. I talk about Kano State without mentioning the issue of tech. All right. Well, so let's, let's go on. Yeah, let's let's take uh, more phone calls. Hello and good evening. Good evening, Professor. My name is Jamin Sumanja. Yeah, go ahead, sir. All right, my issue is because of uh, Nantawe. This guy that is defending Nantawe. After all this while, he has become a lecturer, whatever, and what did he do to Plateau people? That is coming today to be governed off. At the same time, you should believe, believe in me. On 2019, he was the one that bring the election and give Gabi and Zalon. That's why he's paying back. But let the people of Plateau decide who to vote on 2023. Thank you very much, sir. Well, thank you. After, I'm going to take Twitter uh, tweets so that, uh, gentlemen, you give your response. Yeah, starting yes. with Honorable David Racha, yeah, okay, uh, because you you yet to. But I have my questions to answer to. You know, this just yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Yes. Yeah, but let me read the out question. Uh, this, I, yeah, uh, hold on a second. Let me read out this tweet. To me. Eminex Danok on Twitter is saying Nentawe was part of the political fraud that brought in use of Gagdi. I don't know. And you just answer that. But just for uh, record, being an electoral rank is different from being Plateau State Governor. Nentawe is Lalong and Gagdi Boy. They are paying him back for the help he granted them at the last. I, I think that you've responded to this. Uh, okay. And the same person said Nentawe is also inexper in inexperienced in governance, please. We don't need someone that will dance in the tune of those that will bring him on board. Uh, Joseph Adukubo is saying, I love Dr. Nentawe, but him being a tech person doesn't make him a leader. Konkoso wasn't a tech person, but he hired uh, Nentawe, so any other person can hire consultants from any field. And those are the tweets that we have. Honorable David Racha, start giving your yeah, response, yeah, please, yeah, in yeah. one minute so yeah, that I can come yeah. entertain I, Kevin and I, then, yeah. I have to debunk a very uh, uh, invidious uh, insinuation that, that's been going around. Uh, someone said, I, I know innocently that we keep complaining about PDP and, and uh, APC and we're still going back to voting for them. I don't think it's fair to compare PDP to APC. The records are there. Since this current administration started in Plateau State, no single election has been held, whether by PLASIC or, or, or INEC, that has had to do with Plateau State that has not been controversial. The process of bringing up the candidates for 2018 local government elections was clearly fingered as an exercise in imposition. Same thing, 2021 local government uh, elections. Same thing. 
2022 Basa Just North and uh, House of Reps and Langchang South state constituency by elections. And then this charade. Pangshin South. Pangshin South, sorry, Pangshin yeah. South. <laughs> yeah. And then this one that uh, you, you can see, you can see the, 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 the other aspirants to the, the gubernatorial contest complaining before and after the primaries. So, I mean, just suppose that against the candidacies of PDP in all these elections and tell me which one was there a complaint. All right. So, in fairness to the PDP, I don't think we should be, we should be mentioned in the same breath as the APC in terms of internal democracy. I think, uh, let yeah, me yeah. respond to that right, as, yeah, as, as well, as well. Right down on the, on the plateau, uh, one can see uh, the former governor, Jiang, is like the godfather of PDP on the plateau, right? The same PDP. So why, why I'm coming, that? I'm coming, I'm coming. When he was contesting on the other side, on the other side in ANPP, he kept accusing the same PDP, the same junk today. Mm -hmm. So I don't know when PDP becomes sent overnight that uh, they've never had election Sorry. issues. Let me yeah, but, but, but why I, 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 I want to know where this bears on the discussion. Yeah, yeah. What, why are you making it about coming. He was talking about party. What I'm saying, I'm, I'm coming. Jang is not a party. I'm coming. You're not yeah, please. You're not getting me. Okay, okay. Yeah, go ahead. But you have one minute. You have one minute. on the other side. Mm -hmm. When he was in ANPP, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. the election he had against uh, Dari, mm -hmm. he kept going to court. That election was rigged. Was it not on the PDP's watch? Yeah. That is the point I'm making. Oh, okay. Yes. So okay. I'm making it categorical for you to know. Okay. Yes. Okay. So all the elections. Well, uh, all the elections. Do you have anything to Bullock, respond to again uh, before? Yeradua himself came out to confess to Nigerians that his election was full of irregularities. The same PDP. So, please, <laughs> let's get the record. So, one, one, uh, 30, 30 seconds. I'll start with you, okay. Honorable Your okay. concluding remarks, and then I'll I, come to Mr. I didn't Punch. expect we were going to get into this uh, back and forth with my friend here. Yes. Well, but, debate but, is but, good. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. we're having I, a healthy yeah, debate. But, yeah. but, but, but yeah. uh, indulge me. Mm. I think um, the APC has a moral burden hanging over its head. They came in in 2015 with the mantra that they were going to bring about change. And Nigerians understood that change to be changed from the old ways. Every Nigerian will tell you that the APC has done worse than every administration that condemned. And so let's, it's a discussion for another day. Yeah, but rather your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, but so uh, back to the point that you see these elections should be about issues, should be about capacity, should be about pedigree. And not about some high-sounding um, academic uh, postulations. Uh, Motfang is there. Everybody knows him. All right. He has spoken for himself. His records speak for him. Thank you, Honorable David Racha. Mr. Pangshinia, you find a word I think uh, uh, we cannot take away knowledge in leadership. And uh, when we're talking about leadership, we have leadership in so many ways uh, that uh, someone is a tech person. That does not make him not to be a leader. So people should get it right. So he's a leader in the tech world. I've told you about managing because election, these are the prime movers of crisis all over the world. If you don't manage elections very well, then that community is prone to crisis. Thank and you. this guy has done exceedingly well. When we talk about economy, 
when we, you talk, you can't discuss leadership without economy. Thank you. When it uh, comes about building economy, thank you. Thank you this Mr. guy has Kerry done Kerry. exceedingly well. Thank you. So thank which you. department will you fault him? Thank you. He's not a thank, leader? thank you very much, Mr. Kevin. He Panchin. was perfect then. Staunch <laughs> supporter of Dr. Nentawe of the APC. And thank you, Honorable <laughs> David Racha. You're welcome. Uh, of my course, pleasure. Yeah. So it's my yeah, pleasure being here as usual. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, dear listener. The news to come. You wait about the hour, six o'clock. Do have a good evening. Bye now. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.